Hey guys, before the video starts, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And go follow and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, make sure to subscribe. It doesn't take more than 10 seconds to subscribe. You literally just hit that button. Button. <laughs> button. And if you're already subscribed, go tell your friends, your mom, your dad, your tia, your abuela to subscribe. Help us get 100 subscribers and we'll release ACL's rap, rap song. song. Enjoy the video yeah. or episode. Woo! Welcome back to Unrelated Minds. Welcome back. Hello. Um, today... We are going to be going on a trip down memory lane first. Mm -hmm. Just remembering some things when we're in elementary, um, fifth grade, whenever, whatever years in elementary. Got some funny stories for y'all too. It's yeah. <laughs> um, and then we're gonna be interviewing. We're gonna be interviewing. <laughs> we're gonna be interviewing a guest who you guys will get to know in just a sec so stay tuned welcome back to unrelated minds i'm acio i'm esri and today as we've mentioned before we got two new guests today so first of all We'd like you to meet Honey. Would you like to introduce yourself, Honey? Uh, hi, I'm Honey. Um, what do you like to do on your free time? Um, I like to read, crochet, do art, watch anime or K-dramas. Ah, okay. What's your favorite book? Book, uh, A Girl in Pieces. A Girl in Pieces. What's it about? So suicide what's it about suicide <laughs> no. uh, wow fun topic <laughs> <laughs> okay um what's your favorite anime um attack on titan attack on titans yes. oh, dang i don't know i've watched it before but i started watching the last season and mm -hmm. i couldn't get into it mm -hmm. but anyways um uh anything else you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself Mm, no she, no? Ha she has an art page oh, oh yeah, yeah that's right that's right what's it what's it called what's that uh arts by honey arts J. by honey so check it out on instagram mm -hmm. okay and we also have karen what do you like everyone. what do you what? like to tell oh sorry what yeah, do you like to tell? <laughs> <laughs> sorry i went a little too ahead right my name is karen hernandez i am a fifth grade teacher and i like to do i like to go for a hike or a oh, walk nice. on my free time and if possible teacher life is kind of easy so i like taking naps uh, <laughs> okay respect <Yeah. laughs> i also like taking naps who doesn't <laughs> right uh -huh. i honestly okay yeah um so i guess we can go in to i guess a trip down memory lane mm -hmm. um so elementary we've all been there we've all been to uh prim primaria first grade second grade we've we all gone through that self-explained whatever <laughs> so um does anyone have any memories from when they're in elementary funny whatever i have one yeah okay. when i was in first grade uh in el salvador right that's uh -huh. where i went to school from kindergarten through eighth grade uh -huh. i was in first grade the teacher had left the room 
I don't know what for. Everybody got up from their seats, right? And um, when a teacher came back, I didn't make it in time to sit down. And the teacher saw me standing up. I was supposed to be sitting down. And uh, she asked me, who did you... Who, t- who, did, who told you to stand up? And I was kind of rude. And I said, you did. And she asked me, who did? I'm like, you did. And he, over there, they will be like, hit you with a ruler. Oh, wow. And she's like, here, give me your hand. And I'm like, no, you know, I was like oh, seven or six years old. And I stand out my hand and she's like, pollo campero is like a really good chicken oh, okay. over there. And he's like, here's your pollo campero for standing. <laughs> like when you, well, actually it was for standing and for answering back. So oh, that was kind of okay. disrespectful. But mm. I remember crying the whole recess time, and then my friends until today they make fun of me because really? I answer back. Wow. Oh yeah, <laughs> so don't answer back, people. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you went to school from kinder to eighth grade over there. Yeah. And you finished school over here, or? Oh, well, I was in eighth grade, and it was mid October. Oh, well, October ended over there in El Salvador from, it was from January to October, mid-October, mm-hmm. and it was in August when we left. So I wasn't done with my eighth grade, but since I was a nerd kid, I had A pluses and good grades and stuff. Oh, okay. So when I came over here, I was able to go into ninth grade right away because I had good grades. Oh, okay. And from here, ninth grade, well, I finished until high school and then college and I became a teacher. Nice. And was the... Uh language a big barrier at first or uh definitely especially the first school we went to they were kind of like rude and i would say that they were really not liking us mm. first of all i had a, i was wearing skirts right then i my skin definitely looked different than theirs oh, okay. and i was kind of like being picked on and the teachers were not really kind to be honest some of them weren't though but uh that language barrier was a problem there but then we moved to a different place Mm-hmm. And now the school that I went to, it was very like welcoming. And then there was a group of students like me learning English, so it was really fun. The teachers were really like making it fun. And uh, after two years, I was able to exit out the English, the ESL program. And usually, you get it out out of like five years or more. So I was oh, really. Wow. Oh wow! Uh, but because of that, though, I was placing like regular classes with really little help from like my ESL teachers. But since I was having good grades still. I was keeping up with, like, high school life. But, uh, yeah. Did you like school? I did not like high school for that reason that I was learning English. And it was, like, a whole transition. And then I had to make new friends. And then uh, it was really sad, though, at the beginning. Like, especially that school that mm-hmm. I was talking to you about. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to go back to El Salvador. Sometimes I'll be like, why don't we just go back? <laughs> But when learning English is a challenge, so it was kind of difficult. So mm-hmm. English is my second language, but it's possible. I I still struggle, but I'm still learning. We all learn English, so yeah. It's the um. I mean, how how have you adapted to it now? I'm I'm sure it's been many years, but how do you feel now about like the whole language barrier and everything? Now I don't feel like that's a barrier, but even though in in college though like when i was in the university uh, there were times that i would be like afraid to speak up because i was like afraid to be wrong or like to say the wrong things and like i said there's kind and nice people but they're kind of rude people and mean mm-hmm. like i remember some college students kind of looking down on me because they knew i spoke english but now i see it as a strength not everybody's bilingual i am bilingual and those students that were kind of looking down they only spoke english so i was like you know what it's a good thing that I speak English. And I met a professor who told me to 
like add another endorsement to my degree so i can teach now at a bilingual school not just a monolingual school oh, so wow. now i see it as a strength not a barrier mm. uh, okay that's good that's good um can what? i can i cut you off real quick yeah yeah go honey did you like school growing up or no no well you're still in school right yeah do you want to get out of it already yes i hate <laughs> it so much why do you hate it uh there's a lot of people in there you don't like i don't like socializing with people uh, yeah you don't like people no i don't uh, okay. not even in elementary you didn't nothing nothing at all you have no good memories from school uh i remember my dad saying that one time i got into a fight in kindergarten this girl threw an apple at me so i threw an orange at her <laughs> and then i got in trouble but do you yeah. remember that no i don't <laughs> <laughs> wow oh my gosh you acl did you like school i like school just because um i'd hang out with my friends so <laughs> it was always fun i remember yeah. elementary being fun uh as the how about middle school and high school middle school middle school i moved mm. for sixth grade so it was a bit tough i didn't have a lot of friends but i was like making friends slowly and slowly and once i got to eighth grade that's when i made my soccer friends and that's where i kind of like Your stuck. What? my football friends uh, okay. and that's where i stuck to but <laughs> elementary i really liked elementary like um it i moved every couple years mm. so i always moved elementaries so I knew a lot of people from everywhere, but my fourth and fifth grade years were, I guess, my main ones. That's where I made my, I guess, my closest friends, but I drift up, drifted apart once I left. But I liked school just because of the fact of, like, friends and all that. You mm -hmm. get to hang out with people. Mm. Yeah. So you like the social aspect of it. Yeah, I did. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> I just kind of, like, realized that as I was talking about it, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> 21 um, years and you barely realized that yeah. you like school i mean you realize things when you talk about them so uh, okay Excellent. what about you esri i didn't like it you well, don't like school i would say i liked the last three years of high school mm. yeah because we got moved to a school where there were a lot of hispanics mm, okay and before i was at a white school i was like nah <laughs> i don't like it here mm. <laughs> but yeah the last three years were pretty cool. That's all. Do you remember your elementary years at all? Yeah, I do. Yeah. But I mean, when you're a kid, you kind of you kind of like school in a way because of your friends and everything. Yeah. I feel like starting middle school is when you like you for reals decide if you like school uh, or not. Okay. And I didn't like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I went into sixth grade. Since I didn't know anyone, I was like really shy and mm -hmm. quiet all the time mm -hmm. and only like those certain people i got closer with i was myself which is like crazy i don't know um but yeah it wasn't until eighth grade where i kind of like started being more social mm. but um yeah <laughs> elementary elementary is the only one you liked no no i liked all of it uh, okay. but um I don't do, know. do you have any funny or i do i do <laughs> um well okay so in elementary i was in the restroom with some friends right is that why you always sing 
restroom in your songs? Maybe. Shoot, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> well, it's the... I we're like it's after recess and I go and push one of my friends in the in the porta potty. <laughs> no, not the porta potty, what the heck? The urinal. Uh-huh. And we're all laughing and the teacher comes in, she's all like Why did Jose push him? Why did Jose push him? And I was all scared right there. <laughs> and then uh we're all quiet. We're all quiet and he like the my friend that I pushed, he like goes washes his hands and everything, and we're still quiet and she's all standing there like <laughs> and hey. I'm all scared and then he like tries to walk out and she's all like why did he push you and then she uh, and then he told he tells her and then she, she I, I forgot what happened but she gave me like a she gave me lunch detention and I was so scared to tell my mom because she had to sign it so oh, I had my okay. sister sign it for me <laughs> yeah. yeah was that like the first time you got lunch detention or what that was uh, that's why you're so scared yeah was well it the first i was scared of my mom or? i think <laughs> <laughs> um i think i got it a couple other times too just in fifth grade because the teacher was a little more strict mm. Mm. but yeah all right good talk good, good talk. talk well since we're talking about elementary and all that <laughs> we have some questions prepared for you okay. well yeah, some questions, but we'll let it flow from there. Yeah, we'll, we'll let it flow. I guess we want to start with what what made you want to become a teacher in the first place? Uh, when I was in high school, when I was learning English, I really had this good teacher who really helped me. And I was like, oh, I want to be like her, like somebody that you can count on. It was this, I will never forget her. I still see her. I have her on Facebook and whatnot. We're friends oh, wow. now, right? Um, but she was really like, she cared. She really loved what she was doing. So being a teacher is complicated. But then I noticed how she cared for me. So I'm like, I want to be like her, like being able to help other students who are learning English. So I decided that I wanted to be a Spanish teacher, though. That's when I decided that I wanted to be a teacher. But then once I finished high school, I was like, I didn't know what my opportunities could have been. And then I was like, well, maybe elementary school teacher. So and it's like I can teach from kindergarten through eighth grade. But that's how I went, because I really had this great teacher that inspired uh, okay. me in a way and motivated me mm. she always helped me you know how i exit out the english the esl program in two years i really was struggling like with my science and like i didn't quite understand a lot of things but i would go in before school but and i'll go to her like can you help me with this and she will and sometimes she will go with me to the other teachers and ask for help so she was really like the main reason why i became a teacher i wanted mm. to be like not like her, but like in a way, help others as she helped me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So pretty much you want, I guess, other people to be able to count on you like you were able to count on her mm-hmm. for being a teacher. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, honestly, because I personally, not not in like a really negative sense, I didn't really have a teacher like that where I was able to count on them. I didn't really put much, I guess, attention to like mm-hmm. making in a relationship with mm-hmm. a teacher um i'm not sure why i i've thought about it at times but i it's amazing that you're able to i'm that you're still friends with her Mm -hmm. that you're you have her on facebook i think that's amazing um is being a fifth grade teacher like your end goal or what what's do you have a certain goal you want to get to well i got my degree right my degree is in elementary education and i can teach from kindergarten through eighth grade and i also can teach at a bilingual school that's kind of my ultimate goal but the thing is i teach at a a teaching college right and that's where the last 
advantage students live at, I would say. So like Boise, for example, has bilingual schools. But I really want to teach in Congo because oh, I feel like okay. there's a higher population of, first of all, Spanish-speaking students, which means they're bilingual already, but the schools are not bilingual or considered bilingual. Yeah. So there's less programs to benefit students. There's actually not a bilingual school. There's only one charter school that is bilingual in Congo. So my goal is to continue teaching in Congo and probably in the future maybe get a bilingual school around the area and teach there. But I don't mind... Well, fifth grade, I really like in fifth grade. To be honest, at the beginning, I said no to a job offer that I have about being a teacher in fifth grade. But now that I teach fifth grade, it's really fun. Like the kids are really make it fun. Like I know the little kids are cute and they're like really love you and stuff. But the big kids also love you. And I feel like they struggle a lot more though. Like you said, you didn't have that connection. And to be honest, to me as a teacher, it's really important to build those relationships with students. I would prefer building those relationships first and then you can teach because believe it or not if you don't have those relationships with the students they're not going to be into like wanting to learn that's just it mm. and there's evidence that supports that ah, so, okay so maybe like your teachers i i'm not every teacher has works and tries really hard i know but then there might be like some who are like that's not a priority because you know why as a teacher, we're so told, like, you had to teach the standards, you had to teach them math, you had to teach them reading. And, like, our goal is, like, to teach them, but there are other things that we had to consider. And, for example, a meeting or meeting the social, emotional parts of a kid. For example, if a student has not learned well at home, maybe they went to sleep hungry, too. And if they haven't eaten well, my priority will be, like, hey, do you have breakfast or not? And that, that's out of my, that's not part of my contract. No way my contract says you have to care for the kids' needs. But as a teacher, I have that in my, like, that's going to be my priority, meeting students' needs. So, for example, I do, nobody told me to do this, but I have my own box of granola bars that I could, I, like, offer to students if they need oh, or okay. something. Mm -hmm. So, my point is that I try to focus on meeting social, social emotional needs first and then the academics. But as, like, older, um... For example, middle school and high school teachers, the teachers are being told to teach these many things. That's what they kind of don't prioritize, meeting the students' like social emotional needs. Yeah, yeah. And you say when you build those connections, it like motivates the students to learn, right? Definitely. And it's not like uh, the kids, you're not there for the kids to like you, but you want to be there for the kids to like love learning. And that's mm -hmm. my ultimate goal. Like, hey, if your friend. For example, if these kids tell me, I call them friends, hey, friends, we're going to be doing this. And they're like, oh, I'm your friend. And then you think about it. I just say it, right? I don't, and they're like, oh, I have a friend. Mr. Hernandez is my friend, right? And uh, they feel like you see it. So that's what I want to teach elementary school, though, because I feel like the older kids as you grow, you don't really care as much. Mm -hmm. School, and uh, they don't feel, Maybe because the teachers, like I said, are being put like so many things that they have to do and they don't really focus on that aspect. But that's my goal, like continuing elementary. I like first grade a lot, to be honest, but uh, there's a lot of tattle, like tattle telling and stuff, uh -huh. uh, tattling or whatever <laughs> you say that. And um, I like the older kids a lot more. I feel like that's when they get to like, what do they want to be when they grow up? Mm -hmm. And then you can have those connections with them. Or I really had a student last year who said that, I was the reason why they were going to go to school. I'm like, oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh my goodness. And this kid, they're even if the young kids like if they're struggling at home or like 
parents having to work and they are being left by themselves. I had a student who had to take care of younger siblings. I'm sure we all had to do that, right? Even when we were students or mm -hmm. kids. But they have a lot of things that affect them in their school. So uh, point being, that student did say that. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I did not know that that impact I could cause on students. So oh, yeah. my goal is to continue doing my best so I can support the students. And once... Student, another student also said that I wanted to be a teacher like Mr. Hernandez. And I'm like, that's kind of more <laughs> what makes it up, you know, for the whole teaching job. Yeah. Because teaching, we're supposed to attend meetings before school, meetings after school, IEP meetings, and all these other things. And we're not giving that time that we teaching life wouldn't be so complicated or difficult if we had like time or we even being paid for those extra time. If we have a meeting after school, your contract starts from 8 to like 3.45 as an elementary school teacher. But if you have a meeting before school is like a 7 30 or something and nowhere in the contract that you're supposed to be before school you know what i mean uh, okay or those kind of things that or after sense. school so i guess that kind of falls into like what they say about that teachers are very underappreciated mm -hmm. and all of that yes but i liked what you mentioned about the part of you don't want to teach older kids because then you won't be able to put that much effort into what you want to do, which is care for your kids. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense because in elementary, you get one class and that's mm -hmm. your class for the whole year, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And once you get to sixth grade, that's when you have to teach like seven different classes with seven different students or something like that, like five classes of different students. And that's mm -hmm. when it gets harder to meet, I guess, what you're trying to put effort mm -hmm. into which is make those connections with kids and honestly there I'm, I'm it's possible it's possible but it is it is a lot harder like definitely just because there's you have many other different kids that and you gotta, yes and higher students i mean higher grades you have to be teaching higher content mm -hmm. and that is more pressure on the teacher like we're responsible the education system is not the best especially in the yeah. united states right mm -hmm. everything is about scores so if the students are not performing well, it's blame on the teacher. But hey, the school might not, a student might not be performing well because they're living low poverty, they don't sleep well at night, or they haven't the ben they don't have the many benefits at home, especially like in rural areas like where we live in a way. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Um. Can I? Can yeah, I? yeah. Go, go ahead. So fifth grade is the only you've taught so far or uh, this is my second year teaching fifth grade and when i did my student teaching i student taught in first grade and fourth grade okay my goal was to be when i was like doing my college degree or stuff i wanted to teach second grade that was my preferred grade mm -hmm. but when i when they tell when you're in college they tell you like choose or take the first job offer that you get mm -hmm. but if it's gonna benefit you like i was looking being close to home like not having to drive like when i was going to university like 45 minute drive mm -hmm. like that was not it mm -hmm. so i applied to the local schools or like i said i really wanted to see the Caldwell community so i want to be around the area mm -hmm. and those were the openings that were available fifth mm -hmm. grade and i did turn down a fifth grade offer from a different school though and because I was like afraid, I, like middle school, I mean, it's almost like middle school. And yeah. I was a paraprofessional or like a teacher in middle school before. I really liked it, but it was like, no, because like the older kids tend to do more things that are not like school appropriate and stuff. Yeah. And they really like to be in trouble for a reason. I don't know why. Not everybody, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. some of them, right? Oh, yeah. So when I was like fifth grade, it's close to sixth grade, which is close to middle school. So I was like, mm, probably not. But when I went for it. i'm like sure i'll do it i didn't want to stay like 
job left me my first year right yeah. after getting out from school so i took it and to be honest i want to stay there so the first offer you got and that you didn't uh that you didn't say yes to you ended up saying yes to later or no it was a different i applied at three different schools uh-huh the school this one i just applied because i didn't see any openings on the other school that i wanted uh-huh. the other school that i wanted it was where my little brother went to school uh, okay. and i knew some i knew the principal the principal there knew me because he was the vice principal at the middle school when i was a teacher aide uh, okay. so i really wanted to work there right it's kind of about when you're in college, you have to make connections and stuff. And it really is oh, about okay. making connections, mm-hmm. really. Um, so I wanted to be there, like teach there. But uh, when I apply, well, first of all, when I was finishing out my college degree, my college career, the last three weeks, I got really sick. So like I got an eye problem that now I deal with. Anyways, I didn't finish on time. So I had to, like all summer to finish school. So my priority there wasn't applying for a job or anything. It was like more taking care of myself first, right? Uh, okay. So yeah. when it came to like June, I didn't have a job. And teachers, when you're in school, you're supposed to have a job like by April. Mm-hmm. And it was June already, right? So I was like kind of panicking. I'm like, imagine getting out of high school. I mean, out of college, sorry. <laughs> and uh, having a job, right? For I'm like, okay. So I was just like trying to see what I got, right? And then I got interviewed for the fifth grade position. Oh, it was a third grade, and then he asked me, the principal, if I was interested in a fifth grade, and I said, no, that's the one. But the third grade got filled before me, but they had interviewed other people. And then it was my first interview interview with, like, seven adults in there. Oh, wow. I know, very scary, right? <laughs> like, the principal, uh, counselor, other fifth grade teachers, oh or gosh. whatever, right? Yeah, it was kind of intimidating, so I was like... It's a lot of pressure, huh? A lot of pressure, <laughs> a lot of pressure for being my first interview out of college, so... College does not prepare you for that, by the way, but it's okay. <laughs> it's part of the real life, right? And so I said no to the. I was interviewing for a third grade, but he asked me if I was interested in a fifth grade, and I said no. And then I applied for a second one at a different school. Like I said, it got filled before me, and then, oh, they wanted somebody with experience, but I was just getting out of high school. I mean, college. I don't know why I keep saying high school. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, well, I just got out of school. I can't be lying. And they hired somebody who had more experience was coming from California or something, I heard. And then the third place I applied, right? It was a kindergarten one mm. available. But they, it got filled too. But the principal called me back and said, hey, I know you've been trying to reach us and contact us because I was calling, you know, when you're interested in a job, you kind of call like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah like, yeah. Mm-hmm. do you see my application or something? And she's like, yeah, my first, my kindergarten and another third grade got filled, but I have a fifth grade opening. And I was like, fifth grade, <laughs> you know? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I remember actually being out of state for my sister's wedding. I wasn't even here, by the way. Oh, and when okay. she called me and I was like, would you be interested in an interview? And I, it was like, it's, I, hadn't, I hadn't had a job yet, right? I wasn't a hire. So I'm like, sure. And she's like, we can do the interview right now. So it was an interview. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it oh was an interview gosh. like over the phone. And I'm like, well, I'm out of town. And she's like, oh, no worry. We can do it right now over the phone. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I went in for it, right? And then like a few hours later, I got the call that I got the job. That They liked how it was like very open and flexible. Uh, okay. And I was like okay so that i got my job so it was a fifth grade like actually after my student teaching fifth grade is the the grade i've been teaching for the past two years now wow that's good that's really good i mean you pretty much already talked about this um about 
the question is what's your favorite thing about being a teacher but i'm pretty sure about what you were mentioning about how the kids telling you that they're mm-hmm. the reason that mm-hmm. you're the reason that they like going to school i'm yeah. pretty sure you love that especially yeah you love the students then you get like 20 25 even 28 sometimes depends what school you go to but you love this kids. not even kidding i call them my kids and they're not even my kids i don't even have kids on my own but <laughs> anyways you feel like a mom at school huh? yeah like seriously <laughs> and one kid one time is like you're like my mom <laughs> you told us oh, wow. and yeah it's those connections that you build with students and then it can be like a little know that they live on your desk and that really will make your day like all the stress like you we had to go through because believe it or not i know nothing not all the teachers might be the best or greatest that you might think but we went through a lot of things a lot of pressure a lot of government things are being put on us and with little pay to be honest not the best i don't do it for the money or for the summer vacation that i get off right Okay. or like the yeah. summer off it's actually that's another story if you want to ask me but uh, <laughs> but yeah the main part like is the students uh, okay have you ever been called mom by a student like on accident i got grandma i got called grandma oh, once. Really? Oh my God. and uh, i think dad i think one time mom and then when the kid called me mom i'm like yeah hijo, vente pa acá. And, then, <laughs> and then i was like you get a cookie and then the kids are like well mom mom like no one get a cookie now <laughs> after but yeah wow i've been called mom honey you think if you had a teacher like karen you would like school um, I don't really like school. Um, <laughs> regardless, regardless of the teachers, of the, te- uh, the students, people, mm. people. Do you think it's harder being a teacher than a high school student? Like being, then it's being harder. Is be it's okay? Ask your question again. Is it harder being a teacher than a high school student? To be honest, I didn't really like my high school year, especially. I feel like since I was learning English, right? But um, oh, my teacher is like that's my career. That's like what mm-hmm. I do for like a living too, right? So. I feel like being a high school teacher is definitely more hard than elementary in a way. Well, I wouldn't do high school, just saying. Mm. <laughs> but I do like what I do right now. I don't think I prefer what I do than being a high school student. Mm-hmm. So, mm. you're almost done though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how has it been handling your kids, your students um, so far? Like, what's been the hardest thing what's been the easiest thing about handling the hardest students thing was being definitely your first year teaching they literally tell you you have to like be prepared nobody can tell you what's expected for your first year teaching you're learning everything new you're learning how to, you're supposed to we have to contact parents like we have co- to work with colleagues and like meetings like i said no one in college did they tell you that stuff mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> so okay. there's not a class to prepare you for it for the real world actually yeah. so but the hardest one was having students where we're kind of disrespectful. That was like mm-hmm. last year, especially my first year teaching. Uh, and it's not on the students though. I as an adult have to understand that these students are going through a lot of things and you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why. If you see a kid acting up, it's for a reason. They're not doing it just because they're just mean kids. They're not a thing about good kids or bad kids. That's not it. You might have different perspectives about it, but I have some college classes that like really like is the emotional part that we and sometimes those kids they don't care about academics they don't care about learning math because they want you to love them and uh, but sometimes their way to show love to you is like arguing or calling uh, you names okay. so yeah that was so difficult last year like I almost cried in front of my student but <laughs> good thing I didn't oh, um wow. I got called because my name is Karen right a student was really struggling like this poor kid 
I will never forget her. <laughs> but she called me, why do you gotta be a Karen? <laughs> oh my gosh. In front of everybody else. So it's a disrespect part. But I know it was an understood. And you know what's funny though? It's those people, right? Oh, those students, right? I got an email like on August. Mr. Hernandez, I miss you. This is blah, 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 blah. Remember me. And it was, the, I was that it was student. It was the same student. It was the same oh student. And she's like, I can't wait to visit you. I'm like, yeah, come over. You know, that kind of where my heart hurt. Uh, heart. Okay. I was like, oh no, you know, like, and it's not, I really struggle. Like, I was trying to make this connection with her, but it was just so difficult. This child was kind of struggling, had a lot of issues going at home. And mm. sometimes, like, we can't control that. Like, yeah. I can't control those things. Like, going through a divorce or some other oh, issue okay. that kids yeah. have to deal like part of their life yeah um i guess what are some of your some of your strengths and weaknesses that you've noticed in yourself from being a teacher like what's been hard what's been easy for you so my strength will be and I'll not say weaknesses. This is going to be called areas for improvement, okay? Nice. <laughs> I like that. Ah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Okay, teacher brain, huh? Um, my strengths are like I'm bilingual. So the school that I work at, there's a lot of Spanish, like Spanish-speaking population, right? So if I get a new kid, they don't give it to the other two fifth grade teachers. They give it to me so I can able oh, be able okay. to help. Yeah. So that makes me feel really proud about myself because I'm like, you know what? See, this is a bilingual part coming handy. Yeah. I'm able to help the students now. All I am able to help all of them, right? But able to support this. Student. And that remind me of when I was learning English. So I was like, I can't relate with what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I am really caring too. Like I care for my students and I feel like I'm able to I like to joke around and with students like fifth grade, I think they're too cool, right? Anyways, mm -hmm. and uh, but I'm cooler than them sometimes. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> so we match. Like um, I, I always try to be like enthusiastic and stuff. And so my students last year were saying that they really like that about me. Mm. And sometimes you know, like gotta show up and like sometimes saying fake it till you make it. But like. I really love teaching. Like, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't like it, to be mm -hmm. honest. So that's one of the strengths. Like, I really like it. And uh, Mary, areas for improvement is like, you know, as a teacher, everybody has their own opinions and thoughts about things. So dealing with colleagues who might have different perspectives, especially as a new teacher, I was seen as like, oh, well, she's new. Like, she doesn't really have a clue on what she's doing. Yeah. And I was kind of being told by colleagues what to do. And I didn't like it. So I spoke up. I talked to the principal. Uh, we addressed okay. that. So I was like, I don't know how can I improve it though. But like, it was more like, it was like a downside because I was a newer teacher. Yeah. And the veteran teachers who've been teaching like for 10 years, they think like, they know some everything. of them think that they know it all. I will not be yeah. generalizing, but mm -hmm. yeah. And maybe area for growth will be, be more proud or more confident, even if I make mistakes. And you know what? Last year I was really like, afraid to be make mistakes in front of my students mm -hmm. but now i'm not like i was like you remember miss hernandez english is her second language so she says cat instead of cut i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i can still hear the difference but you know what i mean yeah I know um just be like let students know too that even as adults we make mistakes we're not perfect and sometimes we don't know it all Mm. Sometimes I don't. You're not supposed to tell that as a student, but <laughs> I just use Google. I wonder, like, in reasons, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I I guess 
So I guess this is this is uh, for sure. I guess for you, you have to make it fun for yourself too, so it can be fun for your students mm -hmm. as well. So the lesson the lesson plans that you may have about math, about whatever. Um, I guess it's always great to make it fun for yourself so you you're excited to teach it and then the students feel that excitement have you done any sort of are there any sort of things that you've done well this is the thing time is a big problem as a teacher like we're not giving the time to lesson plan we're not giving the time so when am i gonna plan a lesson that is so creative there's so many good lessons uh, that can okay. go but like if you give me the time i'll plan the lesson but sometimes you just gotta base off and like there's a standard here here we have to go but that was a mistake i made last year like i thought that was but the kids were not really like into it because i felt like i was just following this curriculum yeah but myself i learned well what's the point of moving on to the next standard if kids have not even got this one yeah so i try to like slow down in a bit in a way but i'm responsible for teaching all the standards so you want to be thinking like if i don't hit this standard when am i gonna hit it well uh try to accommodate or find a different time but the thing is like creating a lesson is time consuming yeah but sometimes as a teacher we're very creative i'm not bragging here but like sometimes <laughs> you're like oh that could work i'm sleeping in my night i can't sleep right i'm like oh i can do that with that kind of stuff so and my kids really like science i feel like that's the one that we do more activity like more hands-on activities uh -huh. because it's more math is more like linear we gotta know how to multiply decimals and like yeah but sometimes you can make a game like uh, oh let's make group a and group two or um one thing i really love doing in elementary was i don't know if you if you do this but it's like a paper full of like equations and like you have to answer all of them within a minute like 30 minutes or one yeah. like that yeah. yeah we do that sometimes and then it's about my fifth grade some of them don't know the multiplication facts and i time them like for five minutes and see who can get the most facts or oh okay. yeah and then whoever has the most gets a cookie or something yeah i <laughs> have to like kids will love anything like is this a piece of candy but but guess who has to buy the piece of candy myself uh, yeah and there's not like Sometimes I don't mind it, but I'm like, well, that's my own money, and I don't even make enough. That's just like poor, but <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, you gotta do those things. But I really like. Also, as a teacher, we have like development, like lesson that they teach you, like how to improve. And sometimes that would be nice if we're giving the time to implement those things, because it would be useful, useless if you tell me in two hours this is what you can do and do. But when are you gonna give me the actual two hours so I can implement this? So mm -hmm. I can teach it the way mm -hmm. you're telling me to teach it. So sometimes we just gotta go and go, and then it's a time. Like if we were giving like maybe two hours in a day, or maybe that's too much. But that would be like a dream come true. <laughs> but maybe even one hour of free time. Well, not free time, but like planning or preparation time every day. Oh my gosh, the lesson kids will probably love school more than they do. Mm. Wow. But that's not part of the system. Like I said, the education system <clears throat> the United States is not the best. Mm. I think it's... We need change. Any of you want to be a governor here, president? Like, like, okay, that's not important. But anyways, I think it's, I think it's amazing how you have to keep in mind that you have to teach this. You have this curriculum that you have to teach and stay on top of. But you also have to make sure you have that these kids are learning it. So you have to 
keep checking on each kid mm-hmm. how many kids do you have 25 25 do you, do you usually have the biggest class because like you said they always give you like the new uh, that's the thing and then i was like well sometimes they're like new kid well i'm like well i have max numbers now well it's not max number because you can go up to like 28 i'm like okay that's crazy imagine how you meet 28 needs for 28 different kids wow that's yeah. crazy right but i have 25 and i was out last year was me the one who had the most kids out of wow, the three okay. three teachers and uh, sorry what's your question again i kind of missed no it. It, um i was just kind of saying how it's amazing how you have to mm-hmm. since you're what you were talking about how you want to put effort into caring for these mm-hmm. children but you also have to make sure they're learning this curriculum but you said that your first thing is making sure um these kids needs are met or that mm-hmm. you're caring for them that they mm-hmm. feel loved first mm-hmm. before teaching them this because if not then they won't want to learn that is true but the thing is like about teaching we had 25 different students who are like a one is really good they can be even no division but you have one who does not even know what a tense is yeah or a 10 so and that's not a fault on the kid because some of these kids are home they don't have the resources some kids are more advantaged or have more privileges like they have books at home some of these kids don't mm. and um some kids get that privilege. The parents can help them with their homework. I don't really assign homework. I don't believe in homework as uh, much. Okay. So wow. that's another story. But uh, everybody has their own thoughts and yeah. beliefs. Why? If I have a student who's taking care of their siblings, when is this kid going to do their homework? Uh, okay. But then you might have a kid whose parents are more have the opportunities and they might be like yeah i can be one-on-one teaching you this stuff mm-hmm. and maybe the kid's parent went to school maybe some kid's parents have not gone to school because you get those so yeah mm-hmm. and that's where the gap is and it's kind of hard to address or meet every kid's need but you just try your best as a teacher and then the way everybody is learning mm-hmm. one might be learning about how to be divided by the other one might be learning about how to even add single digit numbers or mm-hmm is this difficult though? like how do you want to do that right the curriculum doesn't tell you that it just tells you teach this for fifth grade and they think some of it i have fifth graders who are like a kindergarten level for reading oh wow or second grade level for math or, yeah so. wow That's- all right we're almost out of time but i want to ask some like out there questions all right you kind of answered one okay one of them was do you think well actually is homework necessary in schools specifically elementary since that's what you teach elementary i would say no 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 but like if you have parents who because that's the thing parent support is very important for example if you tell your student you're supposed to be reading at home and the parents commit to that okay that will be helping them it's not homework but reading will definitely help them mm-hmm. practicing their facts will help them practicing their spelling words so that's like my homework. Read mm. for 30 minutes, but I don't go the next day and check, hey, do you read for 30 minutes? Show me your paper. Uh, okay. That mm. kind of stuff. Get it? So Yeah, that makes sense. But some teachers are really like, you have to bring it Monday and bring it back Tuesday or that kind of stuff. And then the teachers do get mad because the kids don't do it. But then you have to understand why is it that reason that they did not do it? Like, mm. why did they not yeah. complete? And middle school and high school, yes, because college, you will have homework every day, so... <laughs> yeah <laughs> um are, elementary i don't think is necessary are you required to though like the school doesn't say anything no that's, give... and that's good that's what i like because oh. and that's on the principal too though it all depends on the principal uh, i really okay. like the principal that i work with so but the school does not require like homework it's not part of that curriculum to have homework but like say on wednesday week as it's early release 
if we don't finish what we're teaching for math, I'm like, hey, we will have homework today. So uh, your job okay. is to take it home because like they go home like one hour and a half earlier than regular. So mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you still have those students who can do it. Some of them I know they can and some of them like So you can't. always keep that in mind. Like if they didn't mm -hmm. do it, it's okay. Yeah, but I'm not gonna go punish them or yeah. like I won't do that stuff. So yeah. but some teachers will so better not show this to your kids <laughs> i know <laughs> exposing well, her i do go out there like and check whoever because there's a work ethic part for the report cards that i need to report on ah, and okay. if it's always been the student and that you know you can do it your responsibility is like to contact parents and stuff mm -hmm. and you see that contact parent thing i had to do that on my own time mm -hmm. uh, okay. so it's like having parent communication is important but it's those times that I'm like, I wish this would be paying pay. Like the contract hours is until four or three forty-five, mm -hmm. and sometimes to make the phone calls is like you gotta stay past four or five, four thirty. Sometimes you can get a whole parents after four thirty because they have work or so why not? Mm, yeah. So, so yeah. pretty much, if you're a teacher, you really have to, I guess, put your all into it. If not, then you'll hate it because you'll mm -hmm. have to work off of your hours that you're being paid for. Yes, and then my goal though, last year as a first year teacher i was really like staying long nights and i was like i was that was not good for my own personal health right yeah. mm -hmm. so this year i try like you know what whatever gets done gets done and whatever doesn't get done i'll get done the next day nobody will die probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> it will not be the end of the world <laughs> and that has helped me so much to be honest and i have been able to find time to grade stuff for example we teach all day so when do you think teachers get to grade papers any ideas after class and know. the contract does not say for mm. you to stay after the They're not paying you. Mm. A recess? Mm. Uh, we all have duty recess when you get oh, kids out to okay. recess. Before class. I'm not going to go earlier before my contract <laughs> hours to create yeah. papers. Yeah. So I guess after school at your house. You see? And her then own, like. What she's trying to say is her own yeah, time. Her own time. time. Yeah. yeah. Without being paid. And that's the teacher. That's the thing why teachers are sober now sometimes because. And they talk about self care, right? Sometimes like. How am I going to self-care myself if you're telling me I need to be doing this and that and that? That's mm. kind of... It's all on the policies. It's happy year. I know I don't blame the principal sometimes because they're mandated what we're giving. Yeah. We just need change in education. We need a precedent. Yeah. <laughs> not <in> somebody <laughs> that supports education. It's the lowest that people support. I don't know why. And some teachers blame it on the teachers. Some people, I'm like, I'm not worrying this. So mm. there's no point of blaming the yeah. teacher. If anything, I would just say respect the teachers, no mm. matter what. Yeah. It matter if you think they're not the best teachers. I know I didn't have the best teachers, some of them, but like they're just trying their best. So mm -hmm. Respect mm -hmm. them. Did, did you have one? I have more. Go ahead. <laughs> this one's kind of weird. You don't have to answer this or we can skip it if you want. Have you ever known about or has a student come up to you, told he has a crush on you? Uh, it was a middle school one, but I'm like, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> that's what I want. Like, I'm staying away from middle school. So, <laughs> and uh, the little kid last year was like, I was getting like a no, you're so pretty, but it wouldn't say like a name who it is. And if oh, usually a girl, uh, it would be like, oh um, God. from who it is, right? Oh, but, okay. And I'm like, this kid, I'm like, you're too young. For sometimes you hear them talking like during the recent, like, oh, and this person likes this, and I'm like. Mr. Nazir and everything, right? So they kind of, <laughs> this group especially, they don't really talk about. Like, they're really more like kids, you know? Uh, okay. Um, 
I did get last year, like, I know, like, and middle school for sure, like, one kid went up to me and wanted, like, to hug me because I was, like, a dare. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. A dare. And I was, like, uh, no. And then, like, I heard after, like, she's so pretty, that's why. I'm, like, okay, but no, like, <laughs> stay away, people. So, yeah, I'm not doing middle school. Just stay away for all that. Uh, I was going to say, you think teachers should get paid more? Uh, definitely especially for those unpaid hours like that's what i was if thinking. the contract ends at 345 it will be fair for it. if your job says from eight to five you leave a fire you don't stay until six or seven mm. do you no if you're getting paid probably you will right yeah, yeah. how about yeah. you i mean no yeah. yeah why will you have to do it you don't work for free do you honey <laughs> no <laughs> exactly so if we were to be paid those hours there'll be no problem and maybe they will be even happier. And maybe students will be happier. They will be a happy place. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, that was. Uh, so this is how I kind of look at it. So I kind of believe in like putting effort into literally anything you do, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you do. But what I'm trying to get at is, um, if teachers were paid a, I guess I can say a comfortable amount where like because you guys are paid salary right Mm -hmm. yeah um if teachers were paid like a comfortable amount then i'm pretty sure you would be okay with probably working out of your time if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think if teachers get paid what they work for Mm -hmm. i think i was trying to say not like yeah maybe a better salary for sure because maybe that will compensate but even if the salary will be worth to be more and if you're working out of your extra hours my point is, like, if the extra hours, we were to turn in a paper where it says, hey, you work this many extra hours, this is, we're going to pay you those, maybe every teacher will be okay with that, even staying late. Mm-hmm. And some might not even be okay because, remember, teachers are not, they have a family too, so mm-hmm. they got to take care, for, care of them. And I know some teachers who will stay there longer, even though they have a family to go to home and then take care for. Mm-hmm. So if teachers were paid what they work for, it will be maybe like much relief. But some teachers still work extra hours without getting paid because why you think they really love what they do? Yeah. So my respect to all teachers out there. Mm. Even if the way you consider not so great, they still try their best. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have time for like your own life? Like to do the stuff you like? You or? see, in my last year, I was like, I was just like going to work with a headache at home and barely eating, trying to do my own life stuff. But it was tough because like if I am burnt out, teachers will work all day with students, 25 different kids who have so many needs. Sometimes you got to show up before a meeting, before school. And like teachers, we have to do so many tasks in one day. Mm. Do that for five days for like many weeks until like, uh, so you get burned out really mm-hmm. easily, but you need to have a, like a, you know what? I don't know. I'm trying to do this, but like a, put a stop or like, there's a word for it. I can't find it. Like a limit, a limit or like a boundary. That's the word. Okay. Uh, have boundaries. Yeah. You know, I'm telling, I'm staying until four, four thirty max. I'm doing 45 minutes by the way, because at three forty-five I should be going home. Uh-huh. Yeah. But sometimes like, I'm going to stay until four thirty the most do some things and gotta prepare the room for the next day gotta get my lesson ready for the next day so once you put a boundaries then uh, you'll feel more good to be able to do things on your own too mm-hmm. because like parents i don't know when people think like teachers don't have a life or what because i will be getting a message on saturday your job my job is to 
not even check emails, but you know what? We're still like invested into what we do that you want to check emails on your weekend. But like, do you check work emails during like days off? No, yeah. but we're just like, so I don't know, not programmed, but like ingrained. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm trying to like really have a, my, I have a life teaching is just one part of it. And I got to do my own things too. Mm. I'm pretty sure you went through this in college too. Um, I mean, what I'm trying to say is that you you learn as you go. Like how you said, mm-hmm. your first year was very hard. Now you're put, setting those mm-hmm. boundaries, which you're learning that are helping you mm-hmm. to even be a better teacher. Yeah. And they're even though one might see them as limiting yourself mm-hmm. from doing more, they're actually mm-hmm. helping you do Definitely. better in what you're putting effort into. And maybe even in college, you did some like first you your first year was not very good, mm-hmm. maybe. But then your next year, like, okay, I'm kind of learning how to Mm -hmm. schedule my time and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you feel like that's an everyday thing? How, 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 how has that, how have you viewed that like growth in you? Well, it has helped me personally. Like I feel less sick last year. I was really like sick almost a lot of time. Like I had to call in sick multiple times, but it was the reason I was getting so burned out from work. Like going home until seven. What? My work was supposed to be at 345 and cut it. Yeah. But there's always emails to answer. There's always lessons to plan. I didn't... I can teach from kindergarten through eighth grade, but that's not mean I know everything how to teach this way, especially like new curriculums, new way of teaching things. Maybe the math I learned, even division, I can still struggle with teaching that this way. I went to a school, a different school, right? At a different country, actually. So it was different, like, yeah. aspect. But how it has helped me, I usually tell myself, it's going to be a good day. Stay positive. And I read books to the kids that are like, about being positive. And I'm like, Mr. Nanage, you better do what you preach. <laughs> I tell myself <laughs> that, like, you can't be telling kids to be. And I know I tell them it's okay to be sad sometimes. We have, like, I really try to incorporate incorporate the social, emotional part yeah. into my kids' life. Because I feel like I need that sometimes, too. So, uh, okay. And then I tell my kids. Miss Hernandez is getting overwhelmed, but she's going to take deep breath and uh, uh. <laughs> everything's going to be okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's helped me a lot. Like, And I feel like I'm growing. I feel like, oh, I'm doing way better than I was like last year. You know? like, I feel good. like there's always room for improvement mm-hmm. and like for personal growth even. like. Oh, yeah. So like I was like, I was never, I was never a reader. In college, I had to read the book because I had to. But now yeah. I'm like telling my kids to read because it's important but i'm not reading okay now i'm reading right <laughs> so yeah yeah i All think right. that's great yeah. uh, uh i was gonna say we're out of time mm-hmm. any last words you want to say or any last words uh respect teachers no matter what if you All have right. siblings kids grandkids i don't know respect teachers even they try their best that's all i gotta say okay. and uh, you might i know some might be like not better because it's not the right word, but like some might try. You might think to try harder than others. So like mm-hmm. you didn't, you mentioned earlier, like you didn't feel like you had that t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they had too many on their plate. Like they couldn't like yeah. meet everybody's kids mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they probably were going through a lot personally too. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going through divorce, people being pregnant with families, having yeah. new homes to move. Maybe the car broke down. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or teachers. So we got to understand that teachers are humans too. We're not mm-hmm. superheroes. Yeah. And I have parents trying to email me in the weekend. Like who emails, who texts or emails a person during their days off? Like mm-hmm. in another job. Do you email a nurse during the days off? You don't. If you're sick, well, you go to the hospital and the nurse who is on duty is going to take care of you. Not the nurse that is on her day off. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So yeah, tell respect. That's a big one. Did you deserve more respect than we get sometimes? And more pay. Yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> I could take that one too. All right. We appreciate everything you've told us, Karen. Uh-huh. And um, honey, any last words? Uh, shout out to my mom. <laughs> Follow her art page. Honey's oh yeah, art page. Honey's art page. Go check right. it out. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. No. We're good. Yeah. We're signing off. All right. Thank you for listening. See you guys later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.